Welcome, welcome, welcome to another Art House Rewind. I'm Matt. I'm Brian. And I'm Keller. And Keller's eating chips. So I got some chips. Yeah, thanks. <laughs> if you're hearing something, that's what's happening. So uh, today, we, as always, are talking all things film, art, and culture, Billings, Montana. But uh, we want to focus the conversation on a, uh, a filmmaker that has a film releasing this weekend that is oh. also at the Babcock. Uh, oh, what? A gentleman by the name of Taika Watiti. Yes. And um, he's, I think, one of our, can I say it, gentlemen, our favorites Yeah. Uh, when it comes to filmmakers. Just a uh, pretty consistent record. And so we're going to have a conversation about our favorite, our least favorite, and the one we need to revisit as we've done a couple other times on this podcast. Yeah. But before we jump into it, Brian, what's what else is happening other than Taika Watiti? Well, I mean, you kind of buried the lead that uh, <laughs> Thor, Love and Thunder opening at Babcock uh, today as we're recording, Thursday uh, the 7th, and we will have that for three weeks, so you've got plenty of time oh. to catch that Love and Thunder in the theater. And we do have air conditioning. And we so do we have do. air conditioning. It's hot. Come on in. I cool mean, down. It's still going to be hot with that Chris Hemsworth. Oh, boy. Oh. You flick too hard. Yeah. You flick too hard. <laughs> you've seen the trailer. Yeah. So uh, speaking of which, his biceps, yeah, his are so huge, yeah, and his butt <laughs> yeah. his biceps are huge. Yeah, on all I just things. noticed. I just noticed in that scene in particular. Oh, okay. I'm like, man, he is yeah. jacked. Yep. Yeah, he is. Okay. What else? We also, got? I well, we'll talk about that later. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but uh, also at Art House this weekend, we will have uh, Bitter Brush opening this weekend, a documentary shot in the Idaho region of two uh, women cattle dr- herders, and uh, it's it looks really beautiful, looks real great. I haven't had a chance to check it out just yet, but uh, I've heard great things from people that have seen it, so looking forward to that one. Yeah, not not a Montana film. But not Montana, but... feels like a Montana yeah, film. It yeah, it could be. Montana yeah. adjacent. Montana adjacent. Yeah. Tri-state area. Uh, and then also, uh, we are holding on to Brian and Charles again. Just a great little film that uh, I really hope you check out. It's got some great indie spirit and... Uh, you honestly can bring your kids to it. It is a family-friendly sort of indie comedy. Um, if your kids are open to new sort of realms of film, Ooh, that is one like to it. check out. So, uh, And then <laughs> finally, uh, we will have an early preview screening of our next art house film, uh, Gabby Giffords Won't Back Down. That will be on Wednesday the 13th at 3.30, and that uh, engagement will also have a special uh, Q&A session with Gabby Giffords and her husband, Mark Kelly, uh, that is not going to be playing any other time. So if you want to check that out, 3.30, Wednesday the 13th. Don't miss it. Don't miss it. It's going to be a good time. So gentlemen, uh, Taika Waititi, uh, I um, remember like hearing about him through Flight of the Concords. Yeah, same. It, yep, and was like, "Who is this guy?" And then uh, Eagle versus Shark came out. Yeah, and I remember that and being interested in that because not only him but Jermaine. Yeah, uh, was a part of that. Who was from Flight of the Concords. So. Uh, so that was my interaction with him, and then it kind of kind of goes away from me for a while, and I didn't think about him. And then we opened this little theater in downtown Billings called Art House, and there's this film coming out called What We Do in the Shadows, <sighs> yeah, from the makers of Flight of the Concords. Yeah, mm-hmm. and I thought to myself, 
we have to get this. Yeah. I had no clue anything about anything when it came to booking films, getting films. I just knew that about the time we're opening Art House is the time this film is coming out, and yeah. we have to get it and just work and work and work. And, and we got it. And I remember that was the first time it registered. I'm doing the introduction at Art House in front of these crowds of people that are coming to check out this new independent theater. And I'm saying the name Taika Waititi, and people are looking at me like, is that is that really the name? Is that yeah. this this feels mm-hmm. made up? Yeah. yeah. And I like multiple times was like, is that how you say it? Do you say it a different way? It just feels, yeah. you know, but it's true. It's kind of a, you know, his his industry stage name, if yeah. you will. He's got a different real name. Uh, which you can look up if you want to, because no. I don't remember it <laughs> off the top of my head. But anyways, Taika Waititi, he's this guy that, uh, so obviously from Flight of the Concords to then What We Do in the Shadows was our fir- one of our first films, but one of our first yeah. hits also. Yeah. Just lots of people coming out to check out that film and and just such a a raucous good time, gentlemen. Yeah. Uh, in that. So everything since then, uh, we have worked hard to book at Art House or the Babcock to make and sure. Other than Thor Ragnarok, I think we have. Yep. So <clears throat> yeah, Thor Ragnarok was the only one we didn't didn't get. So we didn't have Babcock at the time. That's so. true. That's the reason why. So, <laughs> gentlemen, when it comes to this uh, New Zealander named Taika Waititi, what is your favorite films of his? So I'm gonna just read off. If those of you that don't know, I'm gonna read off his list. Read them of off. Uh, so Eagle versus Shark was his first one. Mentioned that. Then Boy. What We Do in the Shadows, Hunt for the Wilder People, Thor Ragnarok, Jojo Rabbit, and then releasing this weekend, Thor Love and Thunder. So pretty good list. Uh, Pretty consistent list. I got to be honest, this was a hard one to think about. I'm the only one in the room that has seen Thor Love and Thunder, so I'm the only one that can give the best ratings. Whoa. (laughs) The most complete. The most official. Okay. Okay. So gentlemen, uh, let's start with you, Keller. Keller. Favorite Taika Waititi film? Here it is, Matt. I know it's coming be. right at you. Let's say it do together you? at the same time. I, okay, I think Ready? so. One, one two, two, three. What, what we, we do in the shadows? shadows. <laughs> yes, yeah, I knew dude. it. <laughs> I love that film so much. Oh, sorry, I spit on your mic. A little That's bit. okay. Mm. And there's nacho cheese powder <laughs> in a part of it. Thanks. That uh, yeah, man, such a good film. That was like the days when the mockumentary style was mm-hmm. just big. Yeah. Everyone was doing mockumentary, like The Office or Parks yeah. and Rec, and but the his humor is so great, but also just the idea of a bunch of vampires being roommates mm-hmm. in like modern times is yeah so hilarious. It's to pretty me. fun. Yeah. yeah, I remember uh, the scene where they're arguing about the dishes. Uh, and you know, are you, yeah, are you going to do the bloody dishes? And then it cuts to a scene and it's literally bloody dishes. <laughs> I just remember thinking, like, oh, this is this is brilliant, yeah, and great, and just being on board. And it's it's great, uh, not only because of the premise, but like the story actually had like the idea that someone is becoming a vampire on X, like mm-hmm. all of the things that are happening around it. It's one of those films for me that I felt like. This is a funny trailer, but is there really an hour and a half to two hours of content yeah. here? And their ability to to make that happen, and the werewolves and all of those things, like they yeah. just 
they knew what they were doing. I love that the character too that's becoming a vampire is just like kind of aloof about it. Yep. And they're like, don't tell anyone. And there's that montage of him just like, oh yeah, I'm a vampire now. Uh, <laughs> just telling everyone. <laughs> it Yeah, it worked out. Oh yeah. I, also, yeah. the story alone was really good. Mm-hmm. And I, I didn't even think about this. But then they brought in like werewolves, mm-hmm. like the turf mm-hmm. war. And it's just like, oh man, yeah. this gets better and better. It is it's great. great. It's, it's really, yeah, it's really well done at like, world building you feel like this is an actually thought through thing yeah yeah which Which they've continued with the tv series mm -hmm. now that is is also also, really solid like just running with that idea and continuing it i haven't checked that out yet so you have recommended it to me it is really need to make it happen okay now keller's recommended it to me as well so so yeah i I definitely want to check it out it's just it it's really really well done and a special obviously because of the history of art house special place in my heart good pick for number one keller Way to go. Yeah. Thanks, man. Uh, and, you, uh, you win. You did you it. Won this you game. can have some more chips if you would like. <laughs> All right. <laughs> I'll Brian, take that. You're number one. I'm not going to. Uh, well, I think I know what it is, but I don't know. I'm not as confident as Keller. Yeah, I'm honestly not as confident because I feel like there's a couple. I mean, it's again, we do this every time of like when you're rating a great filmmaker, like it's not like. Any of the other ones are bad, but yep. when you have to choose a top one, I honestly it it was tough for me to choose between two. But I think I'm going to settle on Hunt for the Wilderness. Oh, I oh, knew it! Oh, I knew it! Yeah, that's a good one. It just really sparked me with so much joy when I watched it. Of just like the creativity and that um, Rachel House, who plays the cop mm-hmm. in that one, or yeah. the you know juvenile. Uh, yeah, whatever she is. officer but, or whatever. Like, she's been in almost everything that he's made, and that was her at, like, the height of her powers, I yeah. felt like, of just hilarious as well as uh, the boy that they had in that and Sam Neill, like, all of it together. I just... It didn't matter what the rest of that story was. I just loved whatever these characters found themselves doing. I was yeah. real yep. on board with that. I, I remember when we had it at Art House, I would... Uh, stay up and watch that opening scene yeah. with the parole officers and because she yeah. is just so good. I mean, there's so many, so She's many so great good. things. And that happening. montage of like all the crimes he did, yeah. and they're all yeah. so <laughs> low level. But. Yeah, yeah, kicking stuff. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, oh, oh man, it's great. Yeah, it, Sam Neill was really good yeah. in that too. He's incredible yeah. in that. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, and and I mean, I'm not a big Neil head I think is yeah. what you call it yeah so I haven't followed his career like it's essentially mm-hmm. Jurassic Park and then Hunt for the Wilder People yeah. and I know there's probably other things in there but like it felt like this great like Neil Neil Assance yeah. uh, moment of like this this guy I like this yeah. guy and you just are are into it and yeah it's it's really really well done yeah I yeah I can't say enough about it it's it's a great little movie mm-hmm. also um, just thinking about it from like a the production mm-hmm. aspect. Two of his films had like kid leads. Yeah, Hunt for the Wilder People. Well, three. I mean, three and boy. Do jo- and oh boy. yeah, 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 and yeah. Which is kind of crazy to think about, you know. Yeah, but super cool. And all well, I haven't seen Boy, but uh, the other two, like the kids are great. Yeah, like he gets yeah. really good actors. Yeah, again. they're really good. So that leads to me. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, Matt, what's your favorite? <laughs> Thanks for asking, Keller. I so uh, you brought them up. It's a really, really hard thing, and mm-hmm. I know I can't pick two, but I'm gonna say it's a 
hard toss up between Jojo Rabbit and Boy. Yeah. Um, and I don't, I feel like I need to say Jojo Rabbit because I've seen yeah. that one multiple times and lived with it. Mm-hmm. I recently watched Boy. And so there's a, a little recency bias probably with Boy, but Boy was, boy, good. Yeah. Oh, it, it was, boy. It, it, like I was just surprised. I, I felt like I knew what I was getting in, in for with mm-hmm. that film, but because you had seen it, Brian, and you had yeah. said that it was really good. <clears throat> but man, it kind of it kind of got me in a couple mm-hmm. points with the feels a little bit, and was just was a surprise. Some of the filmmaking stuff, very indie, very much like yeah. first second film kind of feel in a mm-hmm. lot of ways. Yeah, and I told you, Brian, like it almost has like some of the way the shots are framed and the characterizations of some of the scenes and what they're doing feels a little Wes Anderson y, mm-hmm. like early oh, yeah. Wes Anderson, yeah, yeah. Uh, which is great and was just so enjoyable to watch and great kid lead. Uh, it's good. You got to see yeah. it, man. You, I'll, I'm going right. to watch it tonight, actually. You sh- yeah, you should. Brian gave me a DVD copy to borrow. <laughs> Whoa. <laughs> That's odd. You have one That's of those legal, t- right? You have one of those TVs with a DVD and a VCR combined. Boy, wouldn't you, wouldn't you bet. Speaking of things that shouldn't come back into history... Like a TV, DVD, VCR. <laughs> Matt, uh, you're really good at this. Thank you. Uh, Brian, what was your least favorite? What is your least favorite Taika Waititi film? Um, so this was a really hard one for me, as much like the first one. It was like, um, I wouldn't necessarily say that it's a bad movie, um, but I'm going to say Eagle versus Shark, mostly because it doesn't have that real strong Taika Waititi signature to it yet. Mm. Um, It was co-written with the lead actress as well, so I think she was bringing a lot to the table, um, so it probably had a lot of that. I also feel that it suffered a lot, um, in my headcanon at least, of, and I noticed it on this recent rewatch, that it just reminds me too much of these other, like, adorkable comedies of mm-hmm. that time, oh, yeah. whether it be uh, Napoleon Dynamite or Juno or even lesser things like Risk Cutters and Rocket Science and some of the, like there was just so many movies that were kind of in that same vein around that time. And I feel like it just kind of suffered from just kind of following a trend of yep. the time that, you know, I, at the time I was eating those up. Like I, I watched all of those because I really enjoyed those sort of films. Those low budget, quirky character comedies usually had some sort of romance angle to them. And this one I remembered, it stood out to me, but rewatching it, I'm like, it didn't necessarily age that well. And it doesn't really have a strong Taika Waititi signature to it. It just kind of feels like anyone could have made this. Yep. But at the same time, there was a lot of things that I, on the rewatch, I'm like, that was that was a good joke, and that was a good, mm-hmm. uh, you know, editing choice or something that really kind of lands that joke. So. Yep, I will jump on that bandwagon, and I would agree with you that that would probably be my my least favorite. It's not a bad movie. Yeah, but yeah. So, all right, Keller. <clears throat> um. I'm actually going to say, and again, not a bad film. It's actually a great film, but it's my least favorite just because... I'm can, not... I, can I try? Yeah, yeah. Okay, ready? One, two, three. Thor, Thor Ragnarok. Ragnarok. <laughs> yes, I did it again! Oh! Which I, I watched that with Seth. Okay. Which, don't get me wrong, I had a great time, yeah. and it's a great film. 
But Seth I'm just... is a friend of ours, just so for oh, those yeah, of you listening. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I saw it with uh, Seth. Uh I'm just not a big, I don't know. I guess superheroes, I'm not a big fan of. Uh, Timothy but, just turned this oh, off. Tim- we know. Timothy <laughs> turned we it know. off such a yeah. long time ago. Yeah. Speaking of superheroes, man, have you seen? No. <laughs> uh, but I will say, uh, in regards to Eagle versus Shark, yeah, I can understand why it's not your favorite, guys. Uh, but I have to say, the dry humor oh, yeah. from Jermaine yeah. oh, is so good. Like, yeah, again, like I'm talking about this, like oh, it's my least favorite, but I still, still I still really film. love it, and yeah. I still like. Yeah. So the, I, also, sorry, I do have to say because when I saw Hot Rod, this is the Lonely Island guys. Yeah. I hated that movie at first. I was like, this really, is, this is so random. This is so dumb. And then when I rewatched it, I I knew that it's random and dumb. So I. And then I was like, oh, I get this. This is yep. really funny. Yeah. That's how I feel about Eagle versus Shark. Yeah. Like it kind of has some of that random dumb, especially yeah. in the editing, what you're mm-hmm. talking about. No, there's a great part where the two mains are talking with each other and he's like, oh, I really need to go and fight this guy, but I don't have any way to get there. And she's like, well, you can take a bus. What? Am I going to take a bus or a thing? And then she's like, oh, did you ask my brother? Maybe he will. And he's like, oh, yeah. And then he just turns to the camera. He's like, would you take us? And then it flips around to show that he's just been watching them talk this whole time. <laughs> <laughs> so that does lead into the one we need to revisit. And that is the one that I, I need to revisit. And I think I, uh, part of it is the context in which I saw it was this is the Flight of the Concords people. Yeah. Oh, and yeah. I wanted Flight of the Concords yeah. just with a weird costume. Like mm-hmm. The, mm-hmm. the way that I remember seeing the trailer and being so stoked for something that I thought I was getting. And it was, it's dry yeah. like Flight of the Concords, yeah. but there's, there's obvious, it's different, yeah. you know. And so I need to, I need to revisit. That's the one I need yeah. to come back to. And Jermaine from that is not the same Jermaine mm-hmm. as Flight of yeah, the Concords. Very much. Yeah, way different. Yeah. 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 Yep, yep. Yeah, almost a turn. Like, yeah, if you're looking for Jermaine from Jermaine from uh, Flight of the Concords, he's his eagle no. versus shark character is almost a turnoff of like, yeah. oh, I don't yeah, like yeah. this guy at all. Oh yeah, because he plays like a yep. a douche, honestly. Yeah. Douche. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. So that would be my revisit that I need to do and make happen. That's so, a good revisit. Yeah. Yeah. Is it my turn? Yeah. Let's yeah. do okay. you. Do you want to say it at yeah, the same I time? Think, I okay. think I know Ready? what it is. One, two, three. Boy. Hunt for the wilder people. What? Oh, no. Well, because I, I need a visit, boy, first. Yeah, well, yeah, okay. Before I revisit. Uh, okay. you, know, you tricked me. You broke your... Hunt, Hunt for, for the, the wilder, wilder people. people. <laughs> <laughs> Which, and then we'll just edit that. Like, yeah, okay. <laughs> Perfect. Which I've only seen once, but I like absolutely loved it. Yeah. Um, yeah. And I just want to revisit it just because the... Man, that lead character, the boy... Mm-hmm. Is like honestly, his comedic chops, like just the way he was like phrasing stuff. He's so good. It was yeah. like so mature. Like yeah. he's so funny. When I watch so that movie and then Boy, yeah, similar thing. Like I really, I just want to go to New Zealand. Yeah, and I want to like. Is this the way? Not the accent, because part of the accent does add yeah. a little bit to the oh, humor. Totally, mm-hmm. but is this the way? Everybody talks, or is this a writing style of Taika's yeah. that because he, the boy is funny and yeah. the boy boy in boy uh, <laughs> is also really funny and all the all the kid characters in yeah. boy they're really funny and I'm like is this just is this just because you know comedy is 
a left turn for the brain, and so you're laughing in response to it. So they're talking in a way that my brain just like this is hilarious. But oh yeah, yeah. just a normal New Zealander would be mm-hmm. like, no, this is just the way we talk. Yeah, you, you know, it, or. I, maybe it's funny in New Zealand. Obviously, it is because he's successful in New yeah. Zealand. So I I don't know, but that's what I kept thinking in Hunt for the Wilder People. Of like this to, kid's yeah. hilarious. Is it because he's New Zealand and I just yeah. don't talk like this? Anyways, I mean that also shows too. Like that's is definitely like really great directing. Mm-hmm. You know, because I mean a director will pull that out of actors. You know, yep. Especially yeah, if they know what they want. And, yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's yeah. good. Okay, go rewatch it after Boy. I will. Cool. Brian, uh, your revisit? Probably my revisit for me uh, is as much as I love it, I it has been a while. I probably should rewatch Jojo Rabbit. You should. I saw it a lot when I was working yeah. the you Babcock. Heard it a so lot it's too. like, yeah. if to, it's hard for me to say that because it's like, yeah, I, I saw it so much at the time, but it has been a while now. I, saw um, I, was, I was toying with the idea of Thor Ragnarok as well, but there's part of me that's also just like, I'm not really like those superhero films are ones that I like to enjoy in the theater yep. and don't necessarily need to see again. And I think <laughs> if there is one that I need to revisit of the Marvel lead up, it would probably be Thor Ragnarok. But sure. um, but Thor- overall, it's just not something I am like yearning to revisit. Yeah. Thor Ragnarok, like got me excited for Marvel again. Marvel yes. again. Like I was kind of, I think I was kind of done with it and I remember seeing, and it was like, this is why I love movies. Like yeah. I wanted to go mm-hmm. listen to Led Zeppelin and I wanted yeah. to like, there was just so much about it. There was just like, yes, this movie awesomeness, yeah, yeah, you know? Yeah. Um, and now I'm kind of okay with not watching Marvel <laughs> yeah. again. So we'll see what Love and Thunder does for me after seeing it. So, But speaking of Love and Thunder, Brian, yeah. you've seen it. I'm the only one that's seen it. Keller, you had a question for Brian as someone that's seen it. <laughs> That uh, this conversation was happening in, yeah. in the offices at Art House, <laughs> and I, I put the kibosh on it, and I said, this needs to happen on the podcast, because this is why people tune in. Yeah. So, Keller, what, what is well, your question well, about Thor Brian and was talking about Love and Thunder, and he was like, you know, I'm actually really surprised Christian Bale was amazing. And uh, maybe not your words exactly, it's but- Pretty close. <laughs> but I, uh, first of all, Christian Bale's always amazing, Correct. Brian. Well, okay. I know, but I- I just assumed something of this caliber. He'd yeah. be like, eh, I don't need to give it my full. <laughs> so two things. One, in the trailer, if you've seen it, Christian Bale's character, and he's playing like, a, a, I don't know, like an antagonist on the another God planet. Killer. Yeah. yeah. And he's God wearing butcher. he's wearing like robes. Sorry. Like it's very like Grecian yeah. or like yeah. Roman, you know? Um, so my question to Brian was, hey, man. Did you happen to notice <laughs> full full serious conversation yep. yeah. at a professional workplace yep. known as Art House? Yeah. I was like, did Christian Bale shave his armpits for that? <laughs> I can't tell in the trailer whether he's got armpit hair or not. Yeah. And this is where I came in and said, "Stop, we got to we'll answer this live on the podcast." <laughs> Brian, I've been curious ever since. Oh, did he uh, shave his pits? You know, I didn't I didn't look that closely, but he I do know eyes, that like he, he has eyes. Yeah, my eyes are up here. <laughs> yeah, but I mean, I did notice that he's pretty hairless. Like his chest is hairless. He's. Yeah, he's I don't think he has eyebrows, so I would imagine that yes, he probably does. He's the alopecia prince. Yeah. <laughs> so, what's the hair situation of Chris Hemsworth? Um, yeah, he looks pretty He's got waxed. hair in all the right places. Okay. Yeah, that, <laughs> sounds, that sounds about right. And that's a great place to end. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, as always, thanks so much for tuning in. If you need to know anything, head to arthousebillings.com. If you're curious, 
or you, uh, or if you're curious or want to send us any sort of comments, messages, or thoughts or ideas for future podcasts, you can reach us at podcast at arthousebuildings.com. All right. Well, thank you so much. Woo! We hope to see yeah. you all very soon. All the great things happen at Babcock and Art House. Bye, everybody. Bye. Bye. Bye.